Weekly Laws Podcast, episode number 215. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we have in the studio with us one more time. The- I'm just amazed. That's who I am. All I'm right. amazed. Daniel Lewis from the Are You Just Watching podcast joining us live in the studio. We also have a studio audience of one. Hello, Jeremy. All right. <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in for yet another initial reaction episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. And oh my goodness, wow. That was the most amazing ending, I think, to date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that's it, yeah. I mean, th- there was the whole... Nine we- freaking months? Are you kidding me? Is it nine or eight? I don't know. I saw somebody else tweet eight, but uh, I think you're right. Is it's it nine. May, June, July, August, September, yeah, but anyway, nine. Okay, so nine. for me, there was the we're gonna have to take the boy. <laughs> you know <laughs> that that was that was amazing, right? You know that that we're gonna have to take the boy. That was an amazing, amazing cliffhanger. But now Juliet and and she falls down the 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 shaft and she's a she's alive, and of course. Based upon something Stephanie said earlier, I said, they're alive. I, I believe that she's pregnant. Oh, I yeah. do. Well, she's not I, anymore. <laughs> we don't know that. Yeah, we don't know a whole lot right now, do we? No. They ended with they they ended with a blight a bright light. They did not end with an explosion. Yeah. You're right. Mixed with the they're coming, couldn't they just be like moving through time again? Yeah, because the whole they're coming. I really don't want her to be dead. Can you just give me this? I think you're right. I don't think they're dead. I think I think that I think an, an explosion is impossible because there is a the 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 shaft goes into a wormhole that will just suck in all the energy of the. I don't know. I'm just talking out of the top of my. Something though probably <laughs> makes the sky turn purple. Yeah. 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 Maybe this I, is the event. Maybe I know I've said that about many other things that that would be the event that turned the sky purple. But maybe this one is the one that turns the sky purple. Do you think so? I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting theory. I don't, All right. This so much. Have, I did you take notes? How I are did. We even supposed to talk about this? I, I took notes on this one. Oh, did you? So first of all, I loved the the starting. Could the that sh- be the tab right here titled Show Notes? It could. But Stephanie, here's here's the deal. I loved that this episode. Okay, let me let me set this one up. Okay, go ahead. Are you going to listen yeah, to? Me? I, I'm listening. I don't want to follow your show notes. Good. I'd rather bounce around. That's great. Okay. Let me set this one up for you. Uh huh. So we're sitting here watching yet another recap episode from eight o'clock to nine o'clock, and before I okay, I, I got to figure out how okay. do I want to do this. I really want to say that while while you think about how you're going to say that. Could you really call what we were doing watching it? We were all three like cuddled with our computers on well, the couch. You two just- were cuddling. I wasn't with you guys cuddling. <laughs> you no, were in no. the chair cuddling with your computer. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, not that just, okay. we were cuddling with our computers. That. Not that we were cuddling with each other. Are you kidding me? Lost was on. We didn't. <laughs> we don't touch each other when Lost was on. Come on, man. Someone's so, gonna get hurt. No, we're, we were all we were all cuddling with our computers in our separate spaces of the furniture, and um. And it was Clarification on the television. So, Clarification for Daniel there. <laughs> you like that? You're welcome. How can you call what we were doing watching the clip show? Well, first of all, it was yet another clip show. And I, I just want to say... What initial, initial. See, that's the thing. You and I were watching a different clip show. It was boring. <laughs> it's 
like I said, we were watching the clip show. It was better than the clip show a couple weeks ago. It was. It was better than that. The, mm-hmm. But here, I even looked up from my computer a couple of times, which means it wasn't so bad. See, the the thing is, though, is it had Damon and Carlton Carlton in it, and anybody out there who has listened to the official you lost- just didn't like the color of his shirt. Well, it did look a little funny, but uh, it made his it made his skin look pink. But <laughs> that's that's neither here nor there. Come on, let me finish my sentence. So here's the, here's the thing. All right. So the deal is, is that if you've listened to the Weekly Loss podcast, you know that Damon and Carlton are a hoot. I mean, the, when they do their audio loss podcast, they have hoot nannies. I mean, I'm I'm being serious. And <laughs> what? Nothing. It's canon. So you, so you had a problem with the fact that number one, they weren't funny enough, and number two, it it, it wasn't. I mean, they because of the way the camera was shot, they had to wear pants. It would. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna get to that. The the thing is, is in the audio podcast, they joked around. Damon would always say, "You know, good thing this is an audio podcast because Carlton doesn't wear pants when we do right. these." And and Carlton plays around that he plays the banjo and stuff. I mean, they have. And, and and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, these guys are hilarious together. And to sit there and watch them Maybe for an they hour, get nervous in front of the that's camera. That's not true. No, they they've done it for the video loss podcast as well. So Stephanie, <laughs> what I'm saying here is that to sit there and watch them read a script was absolutely boring. Okay. Compared to what I know that those two would have been able to do if okay. somebody over uh, over there would have just allowed them to say, hey. Let's have some. First of all, nobody's going to catch up in one hour. We're, no. we're not going to be able to tell everybody what's happened in five seasons. No. That's just silly. Well, they weren't. The, let the us clip have show fun was with only, that. The clip show only regarded this season. Well, that's great. And so let them tell it in their way. I think that they would have had a great time. What are you going to throw at me now? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, there was there was that. Now, how was that going to tie into? I have anything? no idea. What was I talking about? Oh, I they, have no okay, idea. Okay, so I was so we were talking about we were debating whether or not anybody would ever be able to catch up. Yes, you know, with a one hour thing. So we start the entire episode off, the entire finale, with a scene with two people that everybody who's watched the show has no idea who they are. Yeah, I love that. That was pretty cool. I told that entire story just to get that one statement out. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along. Nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I didn't you say we weren't gonna be up until one o'clock tonight. No, I didn't say that, did I? Yeah, maybe it's I not did. one o'clock yet. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> he keeps telling all these long stories to get around to such a small m- minute point. We so, might be here till So the we get February. The, we get the answer finally to who lies in the shadow or what lies in the shadow of the <laughs> Except it's in special. Latin. I don't speak Latin. Exactly. Although, Jacob does quite a bit of lounging out there. Yeah. Which was quite interesting. That was cool. All right. So, we get that um, in this episode that Jacob is ageless like Richard. And, in fact, we found out that Richard is ageless as a result of something that Jacob Jacob. has done for him. Exactly. Can I say I love that Jacob was a young guy? That that he... I, I guess I had always imagined him being older. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I really like that he because he was sitting in a rocking chair. Well, I got the impression no, it had from nothing to do with me. the rocking chair. No, it had nothing to do with the rocking chair. I don't. I just the I don't the know. tiny bit that we saw of Jacob before this made it obvious, or it looked like he was a young person, not like some old guy. But then again, we didn't really see much. I I wonder even if it was the same actor that they used. Probably not. I would say no. I think that this guy was just recruited. This actor. This actor is just recruited to play Jacob? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Back when they showed a... Who was that? That was John Locke that saw him in the cabin, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Hurley one time when he was looking in through yeah. a window. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't right. think they had this actor on 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 at that time. Anyway, uh, Jacob is ageless. Uh, so th- the next thing I have here, I loved seeing all the different flashbacks with Jacob involved. Can I tell you my favorite part of those? Yes. Was that he, they were all, um, it wasn't when they were all children. Because when we had first, we saw Kate and she was a child. And then we saw um, James and he was a child. And then they went to the next, was the next one Saeed and 
he was a man, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he, and, and it was after he had already gotten off the island. Yeah. So it was, they were all at um, very pivotal moments in their lives, but it wasn't all during childhood. I really liked that. And I, I thought that was awesome. And oddly enough, he it, what this does is it confirms something that you and I, Stephanie, when we started podcasting back in uh, December of 2005, I recall specifically stating that there is no doubt in my mind that Flight 815 and the people on it were specifically supposed to be on that plane. Right. And if there's, there's, a, there's after season five and a couple different things that we've seen, it, there's no doubt in my mind that the people that are on the island were supposed to be on the island. Yeah. Now we definitely know that. Exactly. All right, so um, I really liked seeing uh, him go back. What about the fact that he brought John Locke back to life? He didn't. He did. Oh, after the window. Yes. Yes. Which was kind of misleading in, in a way because, of course, our good friend Wayne Henderson had it right all along when last week he called in a voice response and says, hey, you guys, I'm not buying it. John Locke's dead. That, 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 now, whether or not it's smoky, I disagree Which that it's so smoky. Cool because, it's not smoky. No, I'm not saying that it is. Okay. But the reason that I like, like this John Locke so much makes sense now because it's not really John Locke. Is that what it is? I think so. Sorry, Tess. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's well, fine. We have seen Smokey impersonate other characters. He, imperson- he she, it. Smokey impersonated um, uh, Ben's daughter in that one scene when you know his daughter was there with Smokey and his I- daughter said, obey Locke. I believe that I believe that Ben saw his daughter that that somebody that that he had that thing in the same way that Yemi was there with Echo. I just still do not believe that Smokey manifests himself in that form. I don't think that that that's Smokey. I think Smokey and those things they're related somehow, but I don't think they're the same thing. Okay. But I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying what I believe. You and I just disagree. At the moment, we think we disagree. Yes. But we may really agree and you not think? know it. That now would my be head hurts. Yeah. <laughs> well, the simple fact is, is that we only have 17 episodes left to find out who's right. 17? No doubt. Take a drink. Yes. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Um, so basically, the whole bringing John back to life, it's like, okay, well... Okay, so this isn't the first time John Locke's been brought to life. So they they really reinforced the idea that this is John Locke who has been brought back to life, only to find out at the end that John never was dead and he never was brought back to life, only to learn in the middle of the episode that, in fact, he was dead and he was brought back to life. My head's spinning. A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. Okay, so the thing is, is we all thought that John Locke had died. Right. And was brought to life. Correct. But we found out tonight at the end that that was wrong, only to find out in a flashback that John Locke did die when he fell out the window and was brought back to life. So you cross timelines there. I I understand. (laughs) Yeah. But but let let me let me see. Let me tell you how this works out. So for all the people who thought John Locke was dead and brought back to life, they were right. And for all the people who thought that John Locke died and was not brought brought back to life, they were right. They were right as well. Now that is awesome writing on the writing staff of yeah. Lost. That's all I got to say. That is amazing. <laughs> how do you, how you pull that one off? Only Lost can do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Eloise is the leader. Did this really surprise anybody? I mean, the whole Widmore versus I, Eloise. I think I was a little bit surprised. I expected one of the guys, I mean, I'm not being sexist here, but I did expect one of the men. <laughs> yeah, to you be, are. I'm yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess I am being. You want me to get that thing you threw at me, Steph? <laughs> no, I got more. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was surprised. Well, and the thing is, is it, well, the show obviously has given indication that Widmore, in fact, was the leader. Yes. Ben, at one time. Yeah, exactly. At one time. So, so did Widmore somehow take over leadership? You know, maybe maybe she took some maternity leave, and therefore well, yeah, he took over. No, wouldn't. But okay, hold on. Um, she's the leader while she's and, pregnant. Yeah, uh, yeah. So maybe he took the maternity leave. Maybe. He did. 
It's the Family Medical Leave Act on the island. They started it Maybe there. she had to leave the island to give birth. Oh, yeah. And the Dharma people do that. Now, yeah. I don't know. That's a great theory. Stephanie, hold on. Let me find the button. It's an interesting theory. Thanks. There you go. Um. So, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. But I loved when Richard hit her over the head and said, she's going to be mad when she wakes up. <laughs> you better go now. Yeah. That was fun. But better right. mad than dead. That's right. Better, better mad, mad than, than dead. dead. All right. Jack convinces Richard to not give up on Locke just yet. I thought that was a great little scene there. I don't know if you guys really focused on that at all. What? The scene. Stephanie. I'm sorry. <laughs> over here, a little eye contact would be nice. <laughs> Just kidding. I said that I liked it the, to find out that uh, Jack tried to convince Richard to not give up on Locke just yet. Yes, that was. A, I, I was. That, that's all. I agree with you because up to this point, Jack's always been a man of science and blah blah blah. Right, and and so therefore, this we have Jack finally saying, you know, this is our destiny. And Kate says, you know, somebody else sounded like that, and he was crazy, and you know it. And here Jack is. It's like, listen, don't give up on Locke. Have faith in him. Absolutely. You know? And I like that. No, I did. I liked that. I, I enjoyed that part. And, of course, Richard took his advice, and once again, Jack screwed things up. Oh, my goodness. You are so, you are so quick to blame everything on, on two people. <laughs> Kate's fault that Juliet died. Oh, Juliet's no, not dead. Get, okay. <laughs> Let me hold on to that. Okay, here's the thing. So the episode ends in the most breathtaking way ever. I couldn't. I could not catch my breath when the show went off. They show us the the letters lost, and I'm mad at the TV. And then it says new season, final season, or what? 2010. I'm like, that's like four years away. It feels like forever. So let me hold on to that. Now, I'll tell you, in the chat room, they're going crazy. Some people are saying, gosh, Steph, she's dead. She blew up. We did not. The screen turned white. <laughs> but you never see the bomb that kills you. Okay. Pink mist. Pink mist. <laughs> 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 only, only a subculture, subsystem of, okay. of our of I our don't believe audience. that she Just is dead. That. No, I, I don't believe she's dead either. No. I, I really don't. I, I, I believe that they're coming. This is the first... This is the first incident of the the jumping through time kind Hold of thing. On. People are chatting so fast I can't even keep up with them. Well, let's just move forward then. Uh, let's see. Bernard and Rose are definitely, definitely Adam and Eve. Anybody disagree? No. No. I don't disagree with you. Well, what do you, when you say that. Yes. Just since it's been a long time since you've explained that, what do you mean by them being Adam and Eve? Like that they're going to repopulate the earth or something no 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 well, in the season cave. one in, in season one in the cave there were sorry there were remains remains of two the, of two a male individual. and a female uh-huh i've like completely forgotten about how that. how can you forget about adam season and eve? one was a long time ago for it me was. but daniel come on season one it, that's the number not one mystery from season one is like who are these people not everyone's oh. seen remember season and, one, like, and, three and times, inside like their pockets they found you know they found the the black and white pieces game pieces yeah i got yeah. nothing i'm sorry Anyway, I my my opinion is that um, Just Sue says Adam and Eve supposedly died in the fifties. Yeah, I'm uh, just reading what she says in here. Supposedly died in the fifties. Well, that would bl- you know what? Then that would uh, give me the old. Ha! Then your theory is wrong. Although I still what? like that theory, and and maybe their bodies decomposed. Faster than what they had anticipated. Can I tell the funny story? Yes. So we're watching the episode and we're sitting there and, and Rose and Bernard walk out of the out of the jungle. And uh, <laughs> Jeremy. So we're sitting there and we're watching and Cliff's not paying all that much attention. And I, I repeated um, Rose's line and I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> and Cliff looked at me and he's like, what would you say? Like, no. so long to connect the two. But, but, no, that's not what you said. You said, that's what she said. Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> and then everybody cracked up. But you didn't know that... Did you not hear what she said? Yeah, or? I heard it. I, okay, well, I, no, I didn't hear it. And I just heard you say it, repeat oh, it. Because you looked at me like, 
How can how dare you speak that way in my house? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It, it matter, you said, "Oh hell!" What'd you say? Said, oh hell no! <laughs> yeah, you said that, and then I'm like, "What?" And the, and the, and the funniest part, and of course, I'm not a person who watches The Office, but I've heard this as a popular catchphrase of our culture this day, and I know it relates back to The Office. But you sit there, and I said, "What'd you?" And you said. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. I, anyway. Anyway, you you had lost me. I didn't know. Um, I thought you were jumping through time and no. not watching the same show that I was no. because I thought it was pretty obvious. Got it. All right. So the book that Jacob was reading when Locke fell, uh, I saw in our chat room, The it says The Kool-Aid Mom. Uh, the book is by Flannery O'Connor, and uh, the book that we saw was Everything That Rises Must converge at the time of her death i guess is what it is anyway this collection is an exquisite legacy from a genius of the american short story in which she scrutinizes territory familiar to her readers race faith and morality the story and the stories encompass the comic and the tragic the beautiful and the grotesque Each carries her highly individual stamp and could have been written by no one else. There you go. So anyway, thank you very much, Kool-Aid Mom, in the chat room for posting that in there while the show was going forward. By the the way, we had a great chat uh, audience all the way through, starting out as early as the... uh, the clip show, mm-hmm. and uh, in and even right now in the chat room, we've got some wonderful people in there. So, thank you guys for hanging out with us. So, Juliet changes her mind. What's up with that? She's pregnant. Pregnant women change their mind a lot. You think she's pregnant? I, honest to God, I, I, even I, if she's dead, she was pregnant before she died. There you go. There, it, there is. Um, I don't know. There, there was a way. It was specific. It was not. Um, well, if she's dead, it doesn't matter who she's pregnant with because they've ceased to exist. But um, there there was a point where she put her hand over her abdomen and it was just the way that she did it. Uh-huh. It, it, it was very specific because they could have had her stand in any way while she was giving those lines. But it was the I don't, it was her posture. It was her protectiveness there. And there was pain etched all over her face through the entire episode. You don't think that was agony over the fact that uh, James had wandering eyes? I think it's agony over the fact that James has wandering eyes while she's carrying his child. Wow. Hey, who do we have on the line with us tonight? Hello? <laughs> all right. We did have a call. No, He's on there. Nope. Dropped off. I heard a voice. Nope. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Oh, well, call us back. <laughs> I, I didn't hear it. It didn't go in the recording. Maybe I'm crazy. I think maybe. We're all the, a little crazy over the, here. So. The, phone, crazy. the phone line is once again open. Uh, it didn't drop a call when I, I pushed the drop button. I, I prom- Jeremy, did you hear anything? No. Uh, Stephanie? No. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been talking to Charlie Pace, too? Come on. You know him, too? Oh, Charlie. Anyway, the phone line is open, folks, if you want to call in. Somebody said, hey, Cliff and Stephanie, talk about the four-toed statue. Uh, Well, we saw it. Um, I don't know what else you want to say other than if you want to call in. They went in it. Yeah, let us know. Call us right now and and tell us about the four-toed statue. What do you have on your mind there? And I think that was Mary Murphy that had written that in the chat room. So give us a call. All right, so... I want to talk about this fight between Jack and Sawyer. And I'm sorry. I I recognize this was a totally awesome show. This is a totally (laughs) awesome episode. Loved every single minute of it. But just one thing just really drew drew me or drove me crazy. Well, before you get to that, though, it was the epic battle that we didn't get in Heroes. Yeah, no doubt. Take a drink. Okay. So so be, whoever's on the line, don't hang up. We are going to be right with you. Actually, no, we'll take the call, and uh, somebody needs to turn their iPhone off. Uh, but anyway, um, we will take this call, and then we'll go back to what drove me crazy. Who do we have on the line with us tonight? Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Mary Martin from Louisiana. Hi, Mary. Uh, did I call her Mary Murphy? I did, didn't I? I don't know. <laughs> it's Okay. 
How are um, you doing? I'm doing really good. Uh, the reason I wanted to call, because I wanted to talk about the four-toed statue and how close it was to the beach camp. Uh, when they got to the beach camp, the deserted beach camp, uh, John had told everyone they needed to rest because um, they were going to be at wherever Jacob was uh, by nightfall. And then all of a sudden they were at the four-toed statue, and it was just so close to the beach camp. How did no one come upon it before? Yeah, you know, that that raises a good question because one of the things that I remember uh, when when I think it was Jin, Sun, and Saeed who took Desmond's boat and they sailed yeah. all the way around the island to where yeah. they Before were, they where it. Mrs. Clue was. And it, was, it wasn't until he got, they got all the way around there that we saw the statue for the first time. Hmm. That's just weird. So I just uh, wanted to call about that and see if anybody had any thoughts. Yeah, that, thank you very much for pointing that out. It, it did. It, the only thing I could think is maybe is, from the way they walked, it was just beyond, just around the bend. But ah, they went all the way around. There you go. I like that. See, Stephanie's Stephanie's got it. I don't know. <laughs> so when they, well, that's good. Well, thank you guys, and uh, we love being plus members. So oh, thank you so thank much. You, we love having you and your husband Murphy as plus members. You guys totally are awesome. You know what? Okay, well, thanks. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. Have we ever seen Jacob without his shoes on? Uh, we have not. Although we haven't seen Jacob until this evening. And we also haven't seen his feet. That's correct. I wonder if he has four toes. I wonder. Hmm. hmm. Hey, we have another caller. Let's see who's on the line. Hello, who do we have on the line this time? Hello? Hi, this is Christy. <laughs> Hello, Hi. Christy. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. What did you think about the episode? Um, I I liked it. I, I didn't like the end very much, but I was very excited to see um, Charlie references, the drive shaft ring, and um, then a little more with Hurley's guitar. Yeah. You know, uh, when I saw the guitar case sitting in the uh, in the cab with, with um, Jacob... And for some reason, I thought maybe the guitar case had something other than Charlie's guitar in it. I don't. I don't know. I don't it, think so. it, it doesn't make sense to you know. But if I they think didn't. it's Charlie's. I hope. I hope that it's Charlie's. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I absolutely think you're right. Now, let me ask you: What didn't you like about the end? Did you not like the end because you just don't like the suspense and having to wait until next season to find out what happens next? Well, it wasn't really. I don't know. It felt to me like they spent a lot of time out there in the jungle thinking, oh, should we go? Should we not go? Should we stop him? Should we not stop him? And then and then Miles says, oh, well, could he cause the incident? And it just seemed like a bunch of, of back and forth, really, that wasn't ne- exactly necessary. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see your point of view on there. Excellent. Uh, so um, what do you think is going to happen next season? Any ideas? I have no idea. But... Um, I hope that we're going to see Claire, <laughs> and I don't know. I just hope that they, they're they able to let us know some of these things that we don't know. There's so many ends that are open, and I just I hope that they can tie up most of them. That And one, one final question for you. Do you think Juliet's pregnant, and, or do you think she was pregnant in this episode? Um, I don't know. And do you, uh, do you think she's alive? I, I wouldn't really... I, I wouldn't really think that she was. Um, I didn't see her touch her stomach, but, I mean, she could be. Who knows? Do you think she's alive? I I don't know. I kind of think that she she could be like Desmond was back whenever he blew up the hatch, you know? Right. Somebody said earlier, what if she wakes up naked somewhere? You know, that could happen. Who knows? <laughs> now, that'll get, that'll get the viewers There's for the... some ratings for you. <laughs> wow. They're coming back during February sweeps, too. So. I, I had not even thought about that, but whoa. <laughs> thank you. Leave it to a woman to give the men that, that m- mental picture. Christy, thank you so much for listening. Thank you all. All right, we'll Bye. talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> That was that was That's hilarious. really great. Oh my goodness. Poor Elizabeth Mitchell. <laughs> All right. So, um we the phone lines by the way are back open again. If you do dial in. But that's a very um, good theory. Yes, it is. That's a very good theory mm-hmm. for it to be like when Desmond w- we thought that he was gone. Yes, we did. It is the same spot after all. Same it's the same ex- white light. 
Same white same light. spot. I agree. See, I told you she's not dead. I I'm 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 right there with you, Steph. I do not you. believe she's dead at all. She's not dead, people. So j- just like what I was saying, and there, if she is, I'll take it back in nine months. If you do dial in and uh, you hear us pick up the phone, you'll be muted, but just hold on tight until we pick up the line there. And phone number is going to be flashing through the chat room, so there's still time for you if you call in with the next couple minutes to get into the show. Now, okay, I I don't mean to be picky, but I but I'm just going to be picky. Here. <laughs> You All don't right. mean to me. It was a knockdown, drag out fight. Oh, we're back to the fight. Okay, yeah, between Sawyer and Jack. All right, there were there were things thrown at each other. I mean, th- not to mention all the fists, the punches, the I mean, every every which blow you can think of. But I think Sawyer picked up something and whacked him upside the head. Yeah, or, he found a nice sized club. Yeah, I mean, he clubbed Jack. I mean, it, it could have been enough to club him to death. I mean, seriously, it was, I mean, there is that much of, of the blows going back and forth. And then all of a sudden, Jack's running back to the minibus, and he's not limping. He's not out of breath. He, the only thing he's got is his little fake makeup blood. And, and, well, that's you know because I, they took a break between shooting the fight and shooting running back. Or they were shot on completely separate days. Maybe I'm just so. saying I, I'm a, I was a little bit disappointed in Jack not carrying away, carrying any kind of pain. Injuries away from him. Now, I understand shock and, and, and stuff like that. And, of course, he's got a lot of things on his mind. Can help. You know, I've seen people get out of a car accident and walk around. Krista says the island heals. Yeah, well, sometimes it doesn't heal that fast. Even John Locke sometimes, you know, it takes him a, a good couple hours. This is just minutes later. And besides, are we, are we actually sure that the uh, island likes Jack? I'm sorry. <laughs> are, are you trying to um, suggest that maybe you're the island now? No, that, no, that's that, not what I'm because saying. Because you don't like Jack, that the rest of us I didn't say shouldn't. that I didn't like Jack. Tonight. Yeah, just you just don't know Jack. Yet. <laughs> I don't know Jack. Nice. Thank so you. I'm going to, um, Dr. Toronto in here says, in the chat room says, and lousy Jack should have kissed Kate goodbye. I'm go- I'm going to disagree with him on this. Yeah. Because I think that they're... Um, Number one, her coming and and um, being with him on that isn't that what he's? Are you with me on this, Kate? Yeah. Um, I think that that says. I don't. I thought that it was written perfectly to show that they are together. They do still love each other without having to be mushy and smoochy and okay. And I'm a girl saying that, so wow. I think that the way they wrote it showed that they are still together without having to have the physical. Gotcha. PDA. There we go. And who do we have on the line with us now? Um, this is Grace. Hello, Grace. Welcome to the show. It's nice to be on again, actually. I called a couple months ago. Yes. And <laughs> yeah. what, what did you think about the finale? Um, I really enjoyed it, actually. There was a lot of surprises that were just, you know, like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, and one in particular was, well, I figured that there was going to be somebody in that box i just didn't guess who it was i and i was running down everybody i'm like oh it's gonna be jack it's gonna be blah 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 and i'm thinking maybe it's gonna be uh i even thought maybe it's gonna be someone that wasn't even significant that they were gonna throw in you know and and my husband went no it's gonna be someone (laughs) something else i thought throughout the entire episode uh that there was a body in there as soon as they says oh great or whatever and they didn't show us uh, yeah, so, well, so, but right. the only I thought it was going to be Jacob, I because they were showing because it it wouldn't have made sense for it to be Jacob and then dump him out if we never knew what Jacob looked like because well, where's the suspense in that? But all of a sudden they're showing us Jacob in every single flashback exactly what Jacob looks like, and now you know here co- here goes John and Ben into this place to go and talk with Jacob, and here they come and dump Jacob out on the on the beach right in front, you know? It's like, well, where are they going? And that's that's kind of what I thought. So when they actually dumped John Locke's body out, I was totally blown away. Stephanie, what did you guys That was a big surprise. Okay. Yeah. I, but I think I was more surprised when John Locke said, well, then, you know, then you're going to kill Jacob. And I went, what? <laughs> that was like, and my husband was like going, well, yeah, well, what's the big about that? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I was just really surprised. I'm like going, I can't believe John is asking me to do that, and 
you know, I was just thinking, well, he would never ask someone else to do something like that. And I said, well, I guess if you're going to ask somebody to kill somebody, might as well be Ben. <laughs> He's good at it. to go. And, and I, I just thought that, you know, I, I guess all the questions that John was asking Ben was like, you know, it was like kind of true um, of, of, of like um, pertaining to, well, why, why wouldn't you want to kill him? And, and I just thought, wow, that is, it's just real good writing. <laughs> it was real excellent writing. writing. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's, and it's, it's, it's harder to watch because you can't figure things out right away, you know. I mean, me and my husband watched Fringe, and we kind of figured some stuff out, like even yesterday when, when, we, when we watched it. So that was, you know, I guess a little bit more funner, even though we do like to watch that too. But just the fact that you can't really figure things out, or at least we can't. <laughs> It's, it's, it's almost um, a little bit hard to watch since we can't figure things out and, and we have to watch it. Right. Yeah. Well, well, Grace, let me ask you, do, do you think Juliet's dead? Um, I hope she's not, but, I mean, she's going to be on another show. And, and I did see her on, on there was a commercial for, 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 for her show during the show. You know? I, didn't, I didn't see that. It's it's um some sort of flash forward show even. I'm like going, was that just Juliet I, there? <laughs> I don't think that was Elizabeth my Mitchell. Went, yeah, I I was like, you know, and and I did read that she is like um she she like um did a pilot for something, hmm. and then they mentioned the fact that Libby had did a pilot and yeah, I, I think that they're going to come back and she did it, I'm, and I went oh. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're all pretty tr- sure that it's it's not Juliet that that you saw in Flash Forward, that, but that was the actress that played Penny, which oh, was okay. yeah, which was Desmond's. Um, oh, okay. Desmond's well, woman. then I guess I'm I'm a little bit happy then. Yeah, because I I mean I really enjoyed Juliet. I mean at first I didn't, but I I I think she's yeah one of the stronger woman characters on there. Yeah, we That's, definitely agree. Yeah, I think and, she's the strongest woman character on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Grace, well, I don't know that the um, the, uh, the the mama Faraday is pretty strong, but she's a uh, maybe a little bit too strong in 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 a you know I guess uh, a masculine way. You know, yeah. maybe she's more in you know the the guns and all that. <laughs> like, oh my! <laughs> but yeah, I I I really enjoyed. There was like a lot of surprises that. Um, that were there, and and it seemed like it seemed like the first hour didn't go really fast, but, but there was a lot of things happening, and the the second hour just went like flying by. I went, what happened? Right. It's like, well, it's like the first hour is is like we had all this information and all, and 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 I really enjoyed, you know, they, they put those little bits of information like the, um, like the story of, um. That, that Jack told to, um, who was it? I, I I think he, he told it to Kate. And then they showed that story happening with his father on the operating table. And and, 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 and the showing of, of the ring. Um, and, and, and just all those things from, like, you know, previous seasons. Yeah, it, uh, it was good to so, see that. Yeah, so it, it was like, oh, thank God, you know, we... we we saw something back, and and of course seeing um, um, the couple come yeah. back with with Vincent was 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 really nice. Yes. Well, um, hey, hey, Grace, I hate to cut you short, but we we do want to make sure we because we we want to wrap up and be done by midnight tonight. So, and we want to try to get a couple more folks into the uh, the phone call. But I really appreciate you calling in. And uh, if you have any more that uh, you want to share with us, and anybody else out there listening on the podcast. We do have the voicemail line at area code 859-795-4067, and we'll play that in the weekend show. But, uh, Grace, thank you so much, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you again. All right. Well, have a good weekend, and as always, I always enjoy listening to your podcast. Thank Thank you so much, Grace. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. The phone lines are open once again, and we'll try to uh, we'll try to stretch it out here for just a little bit more, so that we can get at least maybe one or two more phone calls in. So we got our f- next caller. Let's see who we have on here, and who do we have on the line? 
This is Nancy from Pennsylvania. Hello, Nancy. Great to have you on the show. I think this is the first time for you to call in, isn't it? It is the first time to call in. Well, Nancy, what did you think about the episode? I thought it was action-packed, and I totally loved it. Uh, The only thing I'm not clear on is who is good and who is evil, because there's been such a build-up about good versus evil and the right side winning and... That's the only thing I wasn't completely clear on, and I really don't think that it really was John Locke in there in the end. Um, I think that possibly maybe Smokey has the ability to make um, a very real aberration of somebody who's dead, and we've seen it before with lots of other dead characters, Um, but it's just a theory of mine, of course. Right. Well, I know a lot of people share that theory with you. and 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 so I, I think they yeah definitely with them dumping out John Locke's body out of that container it, it's clear that whoever that is in there it's not John I and and for me it, I mean it became very obvious at the end and we hadn't got there yet but uh, this is a great introduction into the the you know right around the final scene there and that was the going back to scene one with the two guys we've never met before Jacob and we don't know the other guy's name Esau right. Was it Esau? You think well, so? That's something that I think that Jeremy would be awesome. Suggested, yeah, I think, and I think it's possible that maybe that's who he is. And uh, he has this ability to do all kinds of strange things. Hmm. I still it, think that it was John's body in the box. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Okay. I really agree. Yeah, I, when we were watching it and they're carrying the box, at first I had agreed with Cliff and said that it was Jacob. But as soon as they showed... Lapidus, who was in the box, and he recognized that person. I knew that it had to be somebody that we knew. Right, exactly. It had to be somebody oh. that John Lapidus knew. Right, that That's makes perfect sense. And so then I was not surprised later on when they showed us that it was John. Very good point, Stephanie. I'm surprised that I didn't catch up on it quicker. Actually, I'm shocked. I am too. I'm a little disappointed in myself. <laughs> Plus, John's character changed dramatically after he so-called resurrected. I, I don't think he was anything like he was before. So that was a clue to me that it wasn't really him. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right there as well, Nancy. And, and that's so unfortunate because I really liked John to be that kind of person. Absolutely. But he still didn't have the courage to, to kill him. You know, he had to get... Somebody no, else to do no, it. I, I I disagree with that because the the whole thing was um, in the in the very first scene. Whoever this other guy is, it was Jacob and 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 the other guy. He says, "Listen, do, if you only knew how bad I wanted to kill you." But he, it, it it made it abundantly clear that whatever, however much he wanted to, it is impossible. He couldn't do it. He could not kill Jacob. And so he says, but one of these days, I'm going to find a loophole. And then that same phrase is brought through by basically. You found a loophole. He says, you found a loophole, which is you you've got you you've made a you've made it a way to where you can actually and maybe the loophole and because is, he had been do it is the loophole well because right. i think that even him as in john's body would not have been able to kill jacob well the no. thing, exactly i well the loophole has been the and, and let me tell you i think even further the loophole is the only person who could ever kill jacob would be somebody who ha, who who has been a leader of the island. Or someone who's never seen him. Okay. Um, but I'm surprised that we didn't pick up on the fact that this wasn't John Locke last week. When we well, first Wayne learned. Henderson did. I Wayne, I I'm telling you, I'm I'm bowing to you, brother, because I don't think John would ever want to kill Jacob. I think that we should have seriously picked up on this before. That's out of character for John right. Locke. Look at all that his father did to him and when it came down to it he couldn't even kill his father. Yeah, you're absolutely, absolutely. right. Absolutely. Well, Nancy, we should have known. Thank you very much for calling in, and it was a pleasure to get to talk to you. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All righty. Thanks for the great show. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I just um, there was one thing with um, before Nancy, right? Uh huh. Okay. Was Grace? Grace. I don't know. I wanted to say Karen, and I don't know why. And I think it's because Karen's in the room. 
Karen's in the room, and people keep typing in bold that Karen left a message. And so that's where Karen's coming from. Oh, Please, okay. I apologize, Grace. Um, but one thing I disagreed with her on was that... She, um, is that I had said that I think that Elizabeth Mitchell, um, Juliet's character, is the strongest female role. And she said, apart from the the woman who's now playing Eloise, maybe being a little bit more masculine with always having the gun, Juliet has always had a gun. Always. The entire time we have ever seen her on this show. Yes. So you cannot say that that, that doesn't work. Okay. In comparison to Eloise. Gotcha. Be- because yeah. even tonight she had her gun stuck right there by her baby. By <laughs> I love that. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're going to take just a moment to pull up a voicemail from Karen. And, uh, you know, before I even play this, I just want to let you know, uh, Karen is is an awesome uh, member of our GSPN.TV community. And and uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had dedicated a show to another member of our, our community, uh, Edith Baker, who is, is uh, we're very thankful under recovery from her stay in the hospital. Karen has also uh, been a wonderful, uh, just a, a wonderful contributor in so many different ways uh, in in the GSPN.TV community. She's recently been at the very top of my prayer list recently uh, due to some issues that she's been having. And uh, I'm very thankful to be able to hear her voice tonight. And so I'm going to go ahead and pull up uh, this voicemail and and. Uh, Let's see here. Karen, just so you know, tonight's episode is 100% dedicated to you because you are such a wonderful woman. So let's see what she has to say. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie and Daniel, it's Karen. I'm online for the final Lost show. I was kind of hoping I could get through to talk to you guys. We had a big party here at the... Hospital. I'm going to go home tomorrow, but the best part was when Vincent came running out. Everybody in the room yelled, <laughs> Vincent! It was just awesome. I'm blown away. I can't wait to go home and watch it again. I love all of you guys. And I'll see you later. Love you again. Peace. Bye now. Karen. Karen, God God bless you. And and we are so very thankful to hear that you'll be heading home tomorrow. Absolutely. And and can I just say, I'm so glad to hear that she got to watch Lost in the Hospital. Um, Karen's daughter has been communicating with me through emails. Yeah. And uh, this is several emails had gone back and forth between myself and Molly. And and just recently, she says, Dear Mr. Ravenscraft, I am just writing to let you know that my mom is doing very well and will most likely be home tomorrow morning. When I got to her room this morning, she was not there. But I found her at the nurse's station chatting about Lost. Seems that she has found another one of you. (laughs) You Losties are hardcore. Anyway, Mummy was trying to talk this nurse into a gspn.tv plus membership subscription <laughs> the, do- <laughs> the doctor promised mummy that if she doesn't does not get to go home he will personally bring her a tv and watch lost with her oh that's awesome that is so awesome that's cool i think that he is also one of you <laughs> <laughs> one of you <laughs> she she looks great so good that my brother got to come down and s- sit up with her just a little bit uh, we had a real good visit with her. She brought she bought us the nurses and the doctors pizza and tonic. Uh, we all crammed into Mummy's room for a small party. Well, off to the gym for me. Thank you, Mr. Ravenscraft, for all your prayers. I'm sure you will hear from Mummy when she comes home. Best, Molly. Molly, thank you so much for keeping me in touch. And, That's and awesome. I'll tell you what, Karen, we do honestly love you from the bottom of our hearts. And... Uh, we will continue to keep you in our prayers as you continue to recover. So. Absolutely. So um, in here, everybody's get given um, Mary the credit, but it's actually Murphy under Mary's login and he, uh, with the, the Latin phrase. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, what lies in the shadow of the statue? He who will save us all. He who will save us all. I like that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, folks, uh, Daniel, anything else from you, sir? Um, one thing that uh, I was thinking of is maybe the two characters that we see at the be- beginning, we know obviously one of them is Jacob, 
might the other one be called Esau? And I was thinking about the uh, biblical story of it, Jacob and Esau, that they fought against each other. Jacob stole Esau's birthright, even though Jacob was younger. Jacob got the blessing. Esau was forced to serve Jacob. Yeah, they're going to tie something in like that somewhere. It seems to seems to be the first time. It wouldn't be the first time because they've they've obviously talked a lot about this biblical references. And I remember, didn't Locke have a conversation like that with Echo or something? Yeah, there were several uh, biblically focused conversations between Locke and Echo. Yeah, I I I think I remember something back in season two about that stuff. Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll be back again Sounds Friday good. evening. So we saw Pierre Chang lose his hand. Yes, we did. Or injure his hand in a way that will make him need a new one. Exactly. Or a prosthetic of some sort. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. And, of course, uh, right now is the time for you to pick up the phone. In fact, actually, I'm going to give you a new number. I'm gonna For all of you out there in the United States, we're going to give you a toll-free <laughs> number to our listener voicemail line. Stephanie, do you remember the number? Come on. 1-800-757-1158. That's right. So, Eric, it's uh, 1-800-757-1158. Toll free. Call us right now. Get your voice feedback into the weekend review show where we'll cover all the things that the community has to say after having some time to devour and, and pour over all the scenes once again. We're looking forward to it, hearing all the theories that you guys have, the screen captures, all the Easter eggs, all the fun stuff. You can join us Friday night at 10, 10 p.m. at gspn.tv slash live. And, of course, that is Eastern time. Stephanie's not paying a bit of attention to me here. 10, 10, Eastern time, Friday night. All right. Anyway, we Daniel said that that Chang interrupted me watching the show and... That's why That's Stephanie why broke his arm, I'm, just like Stephanie broke my uh, arm. Got it. Got it. Anyway, so we encourage you guys to join the community and uh, check out some other things that we're doing over here at gspn.tv. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you're wondering what in the world are we going to do without Cliff and Stephanie over this eight or nine months, uh, whatever it happens to be, we want to encourage you that, number one, we'll be checking in from time to time throughout the summer. So stay subscribed to the Weekly Lost Podcast feed. Um, we'll, we'll make sure that we help you get through the hiatus. But in the meantime, just so you know, Stephanie and I are producing 15 to 20 episodes per week here at gspn.tv. We encourage you to go to gspn.tv slash about. And we also encourage you to go to gspn.tv slash plus and learn a little bit more about why we podcast on a regular basis. And uh, I guess until Friday night, everybody, stay Stay lost. lost.